Welcome to Street Knowledge with Chris Graham. All right, it wasn't pretty. Virginia 62, Florida State 57 was the final score. And yes, Florida State falls to 1-9 and nine with the loss. And Virginia, number three in the country, improves to 7-0. Hi, I'm Chris Graham. And um, yeah, it, you know, uh, not pretty, but then this Florida State team, yeah, they've won one game. And I'm going to boost them here a little bit. But they played two top five teams this week. Virginia, number three. Purdue, number five. And uh, losing at home to Purdue by 10, losing on the road to Virginia by five. This this Florida State team's going to win some games this year. Um, and, uh, you know, this is the kind of game that good teams, when they're not playing well on a particular day, lose. And it reminded me of a game, you know, you sit in a – uh, arena, uh, as often as I have, and I'm very lucky to be able to say that I get to sit in an arena and it's part of my job to, to watch basketball games and, and remember them. But it reminded me of the 2019 game. And you might remember if you're a Virginia fan, 2019 was a magical year. There's a banner hanging up in JPJ in February of that year, that really good team that was just a couple of months away from winning a national title, beat a very bad Notre Dame team, 60, 54, and this one reminded me of that one. Um, that game, uh, Virginia was up 10 with three minutes to go. Couldn't put Notre Dame away. Notre Dame got back within a couple of points a couple of different times before Virginia was able to close it out at the foul line. And Notre Dame would go on that year to finish 14-19. and 19. Virginia would finish 35-3. and three. Now, I'm not saying Virginia is going to finish 35-3 and three and win a national championship this year, but I would just say cool your jets if you're worried about you know a game on December 3rd and how it might impact – uh, the long-term potential success of a basketball team. Um, these are the kind of games, again, that that a lot of teams that are, are good teams that can go on to play for championships lose for whatever reason. And so uh, Virginia in this one had a 10-point lead. Now, the, I mentioned the Notre Dame game from three years ago. The 10-point lead was with 3.07 to go, I think it was, when I looked up the, the play-by-play for that one today after thinking, hey, these are the two that reminded me of each other. Virginia actually led by 10 with 125 to go in this one, and it got down to three. Um, a missed dunk by Reese Beekman. I mean, as Virginia's trying to run clock, and they got a, a, a dunk. It was contested dunk. Beekman got up in the air. He was playing with a tender ankle. You, you might remember he sprained his ankle on Tuesday in the win at Michigan. and um, he, he, But he still got up. I mean, you know, me with a tender ankle, and I, I'm probably still laying in bed right now. And he got up and missed the dunk, and Florida State went down, actually missed a layup, got the rebound, and made a three. Virginia turned the ball over in the backcourt, a really sloppy turnover by Kihei Clark, uh, and um, Florida State converted that opportunity and then kind of just extended the game from there. And um, this after a, a ugly first half by Virginia, actually trailed 22-21 at the break. Virginia shot just 6 of 26 from the floor, had come into the game leading the ACC in Field goal percentage at 50%, even 50% on the year through the first six games. And against in three of those against the likes of Baylor, Illinois, and Michigan, that one on the road. So it's not like it was feasting upon uh, a bunch of cream puffs uh, to, to, get to, that, uh, to get to that shooting uh, clip. This Florida State team gave Virginia some trouble. And Virginia also, they, you know, an issue was just not making shots. Um, a very different-looking offense today with, with Florida State's length, Leonard Hamilton, Loves to have big guys, long, rangy guys uh, to, to clog up things defensively. Um, Virginia was able to, to do some things to get open shots by, you know, really largely abandoning 
the traditional mover blocker offense, there were still some, some screens being set on one side of the floor, but often uh, what you saw going on was, uh, you know, a high screen and roll. And then let's just see if we can get to the rim and kind of keep the middle unclogged that, or a little bit of feeding post um, passes to Jaden Gardner, who had an official 10 points on the game, kind of modest, but five of nine from the field. Uh, and um, Ben Vanderplas, who, in the second half, at least, three of six from the field. He was 0 of 5 in the first half. But uh, Virginia was able to get some easy buckets uh, in, in, the, in the post there. But other than that, it was a slog, and, um, and in, in part because in the first half, Virginia couldn't make a shot. Started in the second half, 8 of 12 from the field, and that actually helped open up a 12-point lead. But then after that 8 of 12 start, Virginia finished the, uh, the second half, the, the, the last 11 minutes or so, 4 of 13 from the field. And um, just missing, just, uh, not necessarily open shots, but shots they should make um, in, in lots of situations uh, in this one. And um, But defense wins the day. Uh, when I looked at the numbers, uh, Florida State, of course, with 57 points, shot 32.8% from the field. And here's the number that really stood out to me in this game. Florida State was 10 of 25 on layups and dunks. It's interesting that you get these stats. 10 of, or 10 of 25 on layups and dunks. And Virginia recorded 10 block shots on the day, four by Caden Shedrick. So this is how this is what, you know, when you're a Virginia fan, you may know this. If you're a longtime Virginia fan and you've you've you know bought in not to just Tony's success, but how he's successful. The reason Tony Bennett teams are successful is yeah, the shoot shooting, good shooting comes and goes. You know, the teams, even even the Kyle Guy, Ty Jerome, DeAndre Hunter teams had off nights. As I mentioned, the uh, Notre Dame game that I just mentioned a few minutes ago. Uh, but if you play defense, defense is effort and, uh, and, and will and defense travels as they say. And so in this one, the offense had an off night, Virginia shooting, let me get that number up here, Virginia shooting 35.3% of the night and just five of 19 from three. But when you can hold the other team, uh, to 0.864 points per possession, you know, you force, what is it here? 13 turnovers in the game. You block 10 shots. That's how you win games when you're not shooting well. And, um, when I look at this one, uh, among the Virginia players, only one guy shot over 50% from the field. That's that's an interesting number. J, uh, and it was Jaden Gardner's modest five for nine. Kia Clark, 18 points, four of nine shooting from the field. One one made three out of three attempts, nine of 10 at the line. That was a big day for him. Uh, Jaden Gardner, uh, 10.7 rebounds. Uh, Reese Beekman, you know, four mentioned, seven points, five assists, four rebounds. Uh, and he, he had he was playing hurt. Uh and, you know, there's one more game before the exam break, JMU on Tuesday night, and then a chance to get some, some rest and recovery time for Beekman. But you could tell when he was – it's interesting how, how an athlete can be. He was running around, and he was, he was doing a lot of the things. But when, you know, walking to uh, the foul line or, or coming uh, – either leaving the floor to go to the bench or coming off the bench, he was very tender on that right ankle. So you could tell that he, was, he had to be affected by that. Only one of seven from the field today. 0-3 from three, five of six from the line, and uncharacteristically took some threes that is just sort of settling for them, and that's not a Beekman thing. He's a guy that he can make threes. He came into the game shooting 57.1% from three, um, a high number, a little bit of low volume there. He was 8 of eight of 14 coming in, but he can make the shots, um, but more in the flow of the offense type things. He was sort of just uh, you know, a little bit today, just kind of taking taking threes to see if he can make them, basically, because his his foot was hurting, and that's that's a 
that's a big thing. Only nine assists on 18 made baskets today. Virginia uh, having having a it was a it was a it was a tough defensive slog for Florida State. They shot 32.8 percent. I mentioned the the 10 of 25 at the at the rim. That's that's a that's a really hard number. Uh, Darren Green 17.6 of 13 shooting. And Matt Cleveland, you might remember Matt Cleveland. You might have tried to forget Matt Cleveland. He's the guy who made that basically 40-foot three at the buzzer uh, that uh, all but eliminated UVA from NCAA tournament contention last February in JPJ. He finished today with 11 points on 5 of 11, shooting 10 rebounds. Good day, good day for Cleveland, the sophomore. So uh, some, some takeaways from this. Um, Armand Franklin uh, had a quiet night too he had nine points at the 18 17 mark of the second half didn't get another shot from the field he made his only shot in the second half shot attempt in the second half it was a made three and uh quiet night um uh, Caden Shedrick had a the great plus minus of the night a plus 17 in 24 minutes modest counting numbers 3.6 rebounds to four blocks that's not modest that's that's a pretty good number there but Shedrick only 24 minutes he uh had foul trouble again he always has foul trouble it seems this year and in recent years um, but also he, he once again, uh, got, uh, this time, let's see, he got elbowed in the throat, uh, that led to a flagrant foul on a Florida state player. Uh, he also took, uh, a good, uh, karate chop to the sternum, uh, and, and, uh, you know, the guy needs to be wearing football pads and a helmet out there, the way things are going for him. Uh, some interesting notes, two first years, Isaac McNeely and Ryan Dunn. McNeely was already sort of entrenched in the rotation. He's been the first guard off the bench largely for this team already uh, through the you know, first seven games of the season. 19 minutes, four points, five rebounds. Ryan Dunn didn't play in the first game. That went over NC Central back, uh, you know, first first Monday of November. But um, he's he, he came in the second game. I believe that was the Monmouth game. And, uh, you know, he's been getting consistent minutes since 15 minutes t- today. I was getting ready to say tonight, 2 o'clock start. Uh, 15 minutes today. And four points all at the foul line, five rebounds, and it's pretty clear that young man is is a rotation player now. And the uh, the the loser in that is Francisco Cafaro, the big uh, seven footer, uh, the fifth year senior who started sixteen games last year, only got four minutes off the bench. He had two rebounds, no shot attempts from the field, nothing else to show. Ben Vanderplas, when Shedrick was off the floor, uh, either foul trouble or injuries, he was out for about eight minutes. Shedrick was. Uh, after getting that elbow to the neck, uh, Vanderplas, as he did Tuesday night, uh, stepped in and got minutes at the five, play, playing this small five, and um, held held his own. Uh, Twenty seven minutes, three of eleven shooting. Again, he was zero of five in the first half, three of six second half, four rebounds. And so, uh, and what he does position position defense wise, he's a he's a great guy uh, moving the ball around, and his ability to hit threes, even if he's not making them on a particular day. Um, he, he stretches the defense out because he, he is, he's a, he's a very adept shooter from, from long range and can score in the post. Well, too, it actually ran a couple of nice plays for him to get, uh, him, uh, in the post. And he was able to steal his guy off and get a little, little baby hook, uh, turnaround type shots. So Vanderplas, uh, emerging, uh, uh, as we expected, uh, but also McNeely and Dunn, uh, looking pretty good as well. Um, and so, to sum this one up, Virginia only got about nine minutes or so of good offense. That was the first nine minutes of the second half. The first half was a complete wash. Uh, the last 11 minutes, complete wash. Nine minutes of good offense, 40 minutes of good defense. And, um, you know, you're going to want to see a more consistent effort offensively, certainly from Virginia. But, again, the defense doesn't go into slumps. And because uh, defense is effort, will, and technique um, and scheme. <laughs> and, um 
And so uh, Virginia um, beat the one and eight team now one and nine Florida State. Uh, it won't be the prettiest one that you'll ever see. In fact, our uh, colleague Scott uh, German uh, framed his lead, his extended lead about uh, masterpieces and how this one was more like, the, yeah, you wouldn't hang this one at a museum. It's more like something that might win a ribbon at the county fair, but a win's a win, and uh, Virginia fans will take it. So um, go to AugustaFreePress.com. Uh, you can read my recap, uh, Scott German's uh, takes. Um, this is Saturday night as I'm recording this. Uh, I'll probably save. In fact, I will save because it's late on Saturday night. I'll save the um, uh, the uh, the more in-depth things uh, with comments from Coach Tony Bennett and also then from Kihei Clark and Ryan Dunn. Those will be during the day tomorrow and going into Monday as well, uh, getting you ready for JMU on Tuesday. And then that's the last game before the exam break. If you have any questions, comments, uh, gripes, whatever you might have, email me at chris at augustafreepress.com.